On July 8th and 9th, 2021, Aaron and I released a special two-part Patreon episode about Britney Spears' conservatorship. Much has happened since we recorded these episodes, but at the time, it was full of the most comprehensive information we could find. Much of the information in these episodes was largely based on the New Yorker article that came out in July. I want to note that nothing in these episodes is proven in a court of law and is all alleged until further proven or disproven. We do add our own conjectures and theories and editorialize, and we tried to make that clear as we went. Please don't sue us. We have no money. An acknowledgement of the number of documentaries that have come out in recent weeks about Britney Spears and her conservatorship, we wanted to present to you this special two-part Patreon vault episode, Free Britney. This is part two. I hope you enjoy. Alright, welcome to part two of Free Britney. And when we left off, they had just made the conservatorship permanent. We're in October of 2008. Yeah, I don't remember ever hearing on the news that this was made permanent. I don't either. Um, so, in December of 2008... Andrew Gallery, remember, he was the photographer who um, had made that documentary where Brittany talked about her life being super controlled. Um, Mm -hmm. He was with Brittany. They shared a cigarette outside of a dinner party, and she handed him a handwritten letter, according to his story. Um, He said this letter was written in like a third-person account of all the things that had happened to her. And he asked, she asked him to read it on TV. Um, and the full letter actually can be heard on Andrew gallery's TikTok. He read it last year on TikTok. Um, he made a copy of it. He said he would read it on TV for her, but he knew, but he also wanted her to know that the minute he did, her people would have him remo- removed from her life immediately. Yeah. Um, he asked her to sit on it for a couple of days and then all of a sudden he said every lawyer on Brittany's team called him demanding he hand the letter over. He eventually mm-hmm. gave them the letter, but he made a copy of, he made a copy of it for his own records. Um, oh, I would have kept the original and given them a copy. <laughs> right. I would have been Buckle. like, I don't know what, I don't know what letter you're talking about. No such letter ever happened. Like what oh, are they going to prove? You invalidate what she wrote by doing that. Like I would, I would have made a copy and said, "Here's your copy. The letter is mine. Thanks. Bye." Um. So. Um. So he handed over. He made a copy, handed them over the letter, and then he was unceremoniously ousted as her director of photography. Um. So years later, he said he contacted one of Britney's managers to see if she could give him a recommendation for a graduate school application. And he said that the manager refused, saying that, quote, any such document would serve as proof that Britney was of sound mind. Oh, fuck off. Look at, look at my face. 
Do you want me to draw it for you real fast? I got my iPad right here. I can just sketch it for you. No, no. I know what my, I, like, I can feel what my face <laughs> is doing in this moment. What have we done to this woman? Yeah. What have we done to this woman? Yeah. And, and I can is, be as like a society, what have we done? We have ruined this woman's life. Literally. Is, I don't know if that manager believes that she's not of sound mind or believes that she is and wants to keep the conservatorship. Like, I don't know where the, who believes what. There are so many times that I question like, what do they actually know? Because as I did research, I found out just how like little time Brittany's actually been allowed to spend with anybody. Sam Ingram said that like over the past 13 years until very recently, he was only allowed to have like 15 minute long meetings with Brittany and always with Jamie present. It's been very recently that he got to talk to her one-on-one -on -one, and that's how things changed for him. Um, and the way that he handled her conservatorship, which I don't give <coughs> away until we get to those parts of the notes. But like, like if one person is controlling the narrative, then you don't know who, like who believes what and how much they know, you know, like, so we have literally as a whole taken a woman and destroyed her. Yeah. I saw an article today, and, and you're going to get to a lot of it, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what it was about. But and at the, but at the end of it, it says this movement is not for fans to get back Brittany. No. We're, we're not going to release her or try to release her from her conservatorship so that she can make more music and entertain us. We are trying to release her from her conservatorship so she can live her fucking life. Right. She has already expressed to so many people she doesn't want to be part of the entertainment industry ever yes. fucking and again. That is really that what the article was about. And it was about it was about her manager. And I know oh. you're going to get to it, but yeah. But the whole thing is we cannot be a part of this movement to free her from the ties that currently bind her only to, to then ties on her. only to then demand more entertainment. She owes us nothing. Right. Right. Nothing. Less than nothing. She's already given us more than we deserve. She owes us absolutely nothing she owes us to be able to get out of her conservatorship and walk the fuck away from the public eye forever yeah she she deserves to disappear and dance on a beach to whatever music she wants in her head and nobody take a single fucking picture of her literally again she should be released and also the the paparazzi should be like it should be illegal to to photograph her and her family should go get all get fucked i hate them and we should just leave her alone forever yeah 
And if she wants to come out and talk to us, then that's her prerogative, not any of the rest of ours. I hate this so much. Oh my God. So in January of 2009, Sam's sister, I told you he pops back up throughout this whole thing. Sam's sister, Christina, snuck Brittany a burner phone so that she would be able to contact the outside world. She described going in. She found out Brittany was working out at this particular gym. Um, So she snuck in. She was working out. She followed Brittany into the bathroom and into the steam room where she passed off this burner phone that Brittany snuck into her locker while the bodyguard wasn't looking. Um, And it was very like covert ops type situation. Yeah, I just want to point out here that Britney Spears has not committed a crime and is not in prison. Right. Um, just to be perfectly clear with everyone. But Britney has not been able to have, like, to have possession of her own phone in a long time. And that is not a secret to yeah, anybody. Yeah. I- I think the thing that that did hit the news recently that people were surprised by, I was not, but that like all of her Instagrams and TikToks and all that shit is is scripted, performed. It's uh-huh. not, it has. We'll talk. About it is that not her. Cause, yeah. Because I have some big feelings and some big thoughts and some big Britney talk about that. Um, so. Christina said they ended up finding it and looking back, I'm like, this is effed up. I'd been, I'd been to her house. She was super sweet. She was clearly functional enough to work out and put out an album. Why couldn't she have a phone? I didn't understand it. Thank you. Right. So after the phone was found, she's clearly fine enough to perform and make albums and make music and make money and do all the things that everyone wants her to do. So wait, so she's not so crazy that she can't do any of that, but she's so crazy that she can't have control over her own life. Right. So, um, Jacqueline did know about this burner phone and she kept it a secret because she, at this point was feeling guilty. Like she already started to feel guilty about all this. So she was trying to keep like, she was trying yeah. to keep Britney's secret, but when and I don't they blame Jacqueline, like Jacqueline walked into a right. situation where she was totally hoodwinked, but also like, oh god, right? Like she thought her testimony was helping this girl who was having a breakdown and was going to be in an eight-week conservatorship. Like that's what she thought was happening. <laughs> and then they didn't even ask for her testimony. They were just like, hmm, granted. Right. Um, so after the phone was found, Jacqueline said she was exiled from Britney's orbit. She said she believed that Jamie discovered evidence of her complicity in the plot. And she said, quote, anytime somebody could threaten the conservatorship, they were out. Um, so after that, what is he going to do with the American public who are very (laughs) much threatening his conservatorship at this moment? So after this, he filed restraining orders against Sam and that attorney, Erdly, that we're, we'll talk oh, about sure. again in a second, and Adnan mm-hmm. on Britney's behalf. So I think he's probably just going to start filing restraining orders against America. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It's like that woman who sued the gays. He's just going to file a restraining order against America. America. Can you imagine? Okay. Like, really, like, getting your head here. Imagine... 
the we talked earlier about narcissism and the narcissistic people in our lives. Uh-huh. Imagine the narcissistic person in your life uh-huh. is able to sue anyone you associate with on your own behalf. And you have no say. No say. And with your own goddamn money. Right. Can you even? I'm going to like big secret time here on the Patreon. You're welcome. When I was in the throes of a breakdown, a mental breakdown, this was a long time ago, uh, more than 10 years ago. Um, I considered going under a conservatorship and the person that would have been in charge of that would have been that person. And now I look back and especially with clear eyes on what's happening with Britney Spears. And I'm like, Oh my God, did I dodge a fucking bullet? And not one of those, like, not a little bullet. No, like, those, like, shotgun, like, tear Uh apart bullets that just, like, rip your entire body apart. Uh Uh-huh. Holy shit. I I hope and pray you are never in that spot again. But if you are, Dr. Sarah will be your conservator. (laughs) She is happy to do it. (laughs) Listen, Dr. Sarah can just make my decisions anyway. Right? (laughs) So as I was doing this research, it would probably be best for everyone. (laughs) As I was doing my research and just like venting and sorting things out. First of all, she said, you have to stop telling me about Brittany. I have been crying for three days about her. (laughs) You have to stop. But she also went, can I just apply to be her conservator? She can just come live with us and I'll cook for her. And like, I don't want her money. She doesn't have to pay me. She just needs someone who loves her. Like Dr. Sarah, just like, cried for britney spears because a she is an empath but b like she probably could she is she has no idea right and like you guys have room and like her kids could come visit your your house is safe because you have a kid so you know they could all be friends the the corners are covered like yeah (laughs) like i think this could work and then what we could what you could do or what dr sarah could do because she'd be the one in charge but you know she could dissolve it she could be britney's conservator until she you know was perfectly sure that britney was fine in her own capacity which would take about like 20 minutes and she'd be like cool i'm done she's fine bye We fixed it again. (laughs) Listen, Dr. Sarah is the solution to almost every problem, in case you were wondering. (laughs) Listen, in in a world filled with chaos, I would let Dr. Sarah make any medical decision on my behalf. In fact, I texted you about medical decisions that were being made on my behalf because I was high on drugs and... Uh-huh. It seemed to be okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Dr. Sarah's getting the play-by-play. Like, Sarah, I need you to tell me everything. Is this okay? <laughs> I was talking. I was in therapy yesterday. I was talking to my therapist about, like, kind of just, like, the. I was just telling her the story of, like, what happened. 
And uh-huh. I was like, yeah. So they gave me all these drugs and then they had me sign all this like surgery paperwork. And she was like, that's not what they're <laughs> I was like, yeah, for all I know, I signed away like all Everything. rights in my own life. I have no idea what I signed because I was, because you know, morphine is like a pain medicine. No. And then there's there's this other drug like that's beyond morphine <laughs> called morphine two. You have to subscribe no, to Morphine's Patreon to called, get it. No, it's called. It's not Demerol, but it starts with a D. Anyway, that's what they gave me, and then they were like, "Here, sign all this paperwork," and I was like, is "Great." It Dex? No. Okay. It's Not our, that it matters. Duh. It's like does something. Oh, okay. Does something. Like, I don't know. Anyways, they like gave me that. And then they were like, here, sign all this paperwork. And she was like, you realize all that paperwork is probably not legal. And I was like, how would anyone know? How would I know? How would they know? Right. Okay. Guys. How would I even go? How would I even go back after the fast and be like I was high on drugs? Like, <laughs> okay, you now have to um, two finger tap to undo the surgery you did. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is was it Dilaudid? Yes, it was oh, Dilaudid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, the girl came in and it was so funny because like my um my IV was kind of messed up and she came in and she was like this is gonna make you like super dizzy you're gonna feel like really weird and I was like uh, okay and so they gave it to me and I felt nothing <laughs> I was like um sorry I was like um are you sure like did did you do it because so then my surgeon comes in like 10 minutes later and I move my arm so I can sit up and shake his hands and that like released all the medicine <laughs> into me. And I remember I sat up and I was like, it's nice to meet you. And then I just like fell back. Oh no. So I was a great patient, obviously. Great. <laughs> All right, back to this. Well, yes, I'm wow, sorry. That was, like, that was like, such a really weird right the, turn. The, <laughs> the train fell off the tracks and tumbled all the way down the Grand Canyon on that one. We are no longer even close to a train tracks. All I meant to say was that I would trust Dr. Sarah to make yes. any medical decision on my behalf. <laughs> so um, anyway, so... After he kicked Jacqueline out of their lives and filed restraining mm-hmm. orders against Sam and Erdley and Adnan, um, his lawyers then start alleging that a conspiracy exists to undermine the conservatorship. And no, that's not a conspiracy, dudes. We're just trying to get rid of it. No, yeah, that's just facts. That's just, <laughs> um, that's just they facts. They also start saying that that tape recording between Brittany and Erdley, the one where she was requesting his help was doctored. So this actually led to Erdley's career completely unraveling. Oh, honey. The state bar of California filed disciplinary charges against him for attempting to represent Brittany without having obtained appropriate consent. 
from her conservators, of course, because he had appropriate consent from the living, breathing adult who. Right. So how in this situation, and I'm just genuinely curious. And if you are a law major and you under, and you understand this shit, like, please tell me, because I'm really curious in this situation where you have a person under conservatorship who feels like they're being abused or knows they're being abused. And they have no legal recourse because they cannot actually hire their own attorney without the permission of their conservators. What protections are there? Are there any? There aren't. And that's the Martinis that I talked about earlier. He talks in several times in this article about how there just aren't any protections. That's in these horrifying. Yeah. Because I, I, Britney Spears aside, which most people that are under conservatorships are extremely vulnerable and usual, usually very old. Yeah. And you're telling me that there's just no way for them to be like, hey, I'm being swindled, blackmailed, uh, scammed. Yeah. That is, like, look at how much of the population that you are actively hurting. Like, and yes, Britney Spears is one of those people and, and that means something, but there are so many more people that are under active conservatorships in this country that have no legal recourse. And if this is happening to Britney Spears, can you even imagine what is happening to other people? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after he got the disciplinary charges, he was then found culpable for writing hot checks and was ultimately disbarred, which doesn't sound fishy at all, but like, what the fuck do I know? So Sam and the now disbarred Erdley got in touch with John Anderson, another attorney who agreed to look into Britney's conservatorship. So this man has lost his entire livelihood and is still fighting for Britney. Um, Anderson notified Jamie's lawyers that he intended to petition for Brittany to appoint her own counsel on January 27th, 2009. On January 28th, 2009. Yeah. On January 28th, 2009, the very next day, he sent Sam and Erdley an email that simply said, quote, I can say no more, will do no more, and cannot communicate with anyone in this regard any further. That is the end for me. What the fuck is going on there? You know, I have to say, like, and we've never, like, we, you and I have never sat down and, like, laid out all these facts, like, back to back to back to back, like we're doing right now. Right. I am shocked that no one has turned up dead as a fucking doornail. I know. In an accident. Right. Like, shocked. I also And I told wish... someone the other day, I, I told a friend after the judgment came down that came down last week, you're going to get to it, uh-huh. I told a friend, I said, I would not be surprised at all if she died by suicide just because if it were me, 
that would be the only control I had in my life. Well, I don't and know. And I would if, exercise that control. I don't know if you have been paying attention to her social media, but there's a lot of conversation about the pictures of her on the beach right now are recycled from her beach trip last September or December. I mean, you know, and I, and I'm not completely convinced. I haven't looked she, closely enough that she has not and will not be punished for what she has done by coming out and speaking her truth. Uh-huh. That is terrifying. You are literally telling this woman you're not being abused. Go home with your abuser. We would uh-huh. never do that to a child. We would never do that to a child. Never. No, not until the investigation was closed. Why concluded. are we doing this to an adult? Yep. And at the end of the day, if she dies, my God, I hope she doesn't because I will be devastated. Devastated. I will understand. And I will know like for a fact that we, like we as a society did this, like we are all culpable. Yeah for what has happened to this woman. Yep. It's horrible. So around the same time, Jordan Miller, who was a journalism student and a media studies major in Las Vegas was running a popular Britney Spears fan site called breathe heavy. He is who I credit and who many people credit with this, the starting of the free, the free Britney. Okay. Okay. Um, he started to publicly lobby against the conservatorship quote. It was the reports that she didn't have access to a cell phone that did it. Miller, who's now 33 said, um, he began signing posts on the website, free Brittany followed by lots of exclamation points. He said, and I got a lot of pushback for that. People said, you don't know her situation. Her family is there for her. But a few months later, Miller received a phone call from a person who patched in Jamie Spears Quote, he told me he was going to destroy my ass. He was on the call for probably two or three minutes and I got no words in edgewise. I was shaking in my childhood bedroom, terrified. After receiving a letter from Jamie's lawyers saying that Breathe Heavy had violated copyright law, Miller took down the website, but he put it up again a few days later, determined to stick to his conviction that Brittany was being mistreated. <laughs> Around this time, an L cover story celebrated the return of, quote, Brit, the one we love, blonde, happy, and back on top. But the paparazzi who continued to stalk Spears everywhere were catching her crying in the car and walking around looking detached and distraught. Um, I think. Yeah, quote, there were probably just a couple thousand of us who were trying to wrap our heads around it at the time, Miller said. Um, and so he's kind of the the first person who started this. And so, I mean, things just like this, things like this just continued to grow out of hand for the next five years. Just the sad part is, the sad part is this conservatorship just became such commonplace that it became not news in Britney news. Like, right. Like she went on tour, she released albums the conservatorship just existed, but we as a society didn't question it anymore because she was just still in a conservatorship. Right. So, 
Um, and according to 2014 court, according to uh, 2014 court documents obtained by the Times, Sam Ingham told Reva Gates, the judge on the conservatorship case, that Spears was unhappy with her father as a co-conservator and wanted to terminate the arrangement. Ingham also said that Spears was interested in retiring from performing, but, quote, believed the conservatorship precluded that. The Times reported that, quote, those gathered included the judge and lawyers on both sides, raised the possibility that Miss Spears' boyfriend was provoking her discontent. So her boyfriend at the time was David Lucado, who was this, like, non-Hollywood type from Atlanta, um, after he and Brittany spoke up, he still defended, uh, broke up. He still defended her as a great mother. He spoke out about the conservatorship. He, he was clearly invested in Brittany in a way that nobody had been in a long time in her life. Um, I'm just curious how her conservators discredit people that she's been like romantically involved or just involved with in general because her conservatorship is so strict that she cannot be involved with people that they don't at some point allow to be involved with her. His relationship with Spears reportedly ended when Jamie brought a video of Lucado kissing another woman and showed it to Brittany. I allegedly think it was allegedly staged. Allegedly, I think it was allegedly an actor who allegedly looked like him. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Also, I just want to allegedly say that allegedly this could have happened years ago, allegedly. And there could be video that exists of it, allegedly. And it could have happened, like, you know, way before he knew Brittany, allegedly. And then, he, you know, her father allegedly took it and showed it to her, allegedly. Because she, he knew that she didn't know, allegedly, the timeline and would allegedly break up with him. Speculation, speculation, allegedly, allegedly. Right. <laughs> Fuck you, Jamie. It's just, it's just so, it's so interesting how they can take people that they have quote unquote allowed into her circle, uh-huh. and then be like, oh, they're the bad guy, and no one's ever like, no, it's, it's you. You're yeah. the bad. You're the bad guy. Yeah. Yep disgusting so throughout the following years sam would say that Brittany tried to contact him uh on and off from phones that she borrowed or got her hands on um he asserts that her phone is being monitored closely by jamie's legal team um this is something that i can stand behind whether or not i trust sam in any other regard um because there, there have been statements of people who were like, have come out and said, oh my God, Britney Spears just asked to use my phone. Um, and that she used like a hotel phone to call him one time. And like, he says that she used all these borrowed phones. Um, and there are actually people who have come out and said like, oh yeah, Britney used my phone. Like it's a, it's a big deal for them because they have no idea. This um, is a legalized hostage situation. Yeah. Um, he said, though, that the last time he saw her in person, she was a very different person than he'd known before. Other friends of hers report things like, quote, 
they made her a zombie. That is not the same girl. And these would be the years of Britney's Vegas residencies, during which she made a ton of money, and her father pocketed a pretty penny as well. You when know, she- I will, like, admittedly, I wanted to go to one of those shows Me so too. bad. I, and, and it's not... It was not maliciously. I I love her. Me too. I want to see her in concert so bad. And I never have. And I probably never will. And that's okay. But I remember when she did her Vegas residency. I was like, oh my god, I have to go. Uh And now, like knowing what I know now, like I'm so glad I did not give this fucking person any of my money. Oh, absolutely. Even though it was Um, purely accidental that I did not give this person any of my money. Right. Because given the chance, I would have gone 100%. She's incredible. Um, When she extended her residency by two years, for instance, the deal was worth $35 million. And Jamie was granted 1.5% of the gross revenues plus merchandising. Um, he made over a half a million dollars from that deal alone before merchandise sales. Okay, I just, you know, remember in our regular episode this week when I suggested that the cops should have just, like, the guy? Uh-huh. And yep. um, you got you got mad at me. <laughs> well, that's because um, I wanted to save it for this guy. But, but can't both things be true at the same time i mean yes it's literally all my rage for you do you know how many mob guys are in vegas can someone anyone just destroy his kneecaps and and then like let nature take its course that's all i'm saying allegedly I, I also, don't actually support him being murdered. No, no, I would never support him be, him being murdered. But if he was in a terrible accident where he was completely mangled from head to toe and was unable to do anything ever, ever again, I, I wouldn't feel bad. Oh, actually, plot twist. Let's make it so that so that Brittany has to make his medical decisions. let's make it so he's so mangled that he that she has to become his medical power of attorney turnabout's fair play first of all so like for every year that britney spears has been in a conservatorship when she should not have been when she had the full mental capacity to make her own decisions and choose her own life she should get one year of conservatorship over her father where she gets to make his decisions and run his life. And yeah. I think that's just fair. Yes. And the um, fact that I think that we should run his body through a wood chipper is completely separate from all of that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I So I don't think I mentioned it in here. But in the 13 years that she's been under conservatorship, she has grossed over $300 million. 13 years. 13 years. She's this grossed was three- supposed to be 
a temporary situation that lasted eight eight weeks weeks hold on i'm just gonna like quickly okay eight weeks it's 56 days Thirteen years is four thousand seven hundred and forty-five days. Not I think there's a rent song year. about that. No, that's five hundred and twenty-five thousand <laughs> six hundred Why? No one knows. So that's what I was hoping to find is why, and. I still like, don't have fucking there, like, know. Have but there been hearings where people are like, oh yeah, she's totally still nuts. Like, let's uphold. What is happening? <sighs> oh my God. So, I'm gonna if she went pressing. psycho and like, if she went like truly psycho and killed her entire family and all her lawyers around, I'd be like, oh well. Except. Except let's save Jamie Lynn, who's the only person in her family who's not on her payroll. Right. No. I said her conservators and her lawyers. Jamie Lynn oh, is not. You said her family. So <laughs> oh, well. I was I like, mean, let's, well, but let's I mean, say. She's also estranged from her sister and her mother, so I really don't count them as family because they're estranged. Gotcha. So. so her sister was trying to get partial conservatorship and just oh my god i I don't really but i don't really love that either like you're i think her sister from her yeah but i think she was just trying to wrest some control from jamie like i really think it's it's still like it's right what you should be doing jamie lynn spears is you have like a fuck ton of money you should be hiring all the best lawyers in the world to rescue your sister from this situation. That's what you should be doing. Right. So, but also you're around, like, I don't know, 13 now. I, I don't <laughs> even know how, I, I don't even know. So around 2015, Brittany's Instagram drastically changed, becoming more like the account we know today. Um, it was no longer full of promotional material it was now filled with like low res selfies and inspirational quotes and cryptic messages. Like one that she left in 2016 that said, are we all so wedded to the spectatorial gaze, the confirming approving gaze of others that we don't feel endorsed in the privacy of our own consciousness. And it's here that I point out that she pays a company called CrowdSurf, which manages her social media it is reported that she must submit all posts to them for approval, which is great because she pays them to censor her, especially when it comes to discuss- discussing the conservatorship on her social media. She's okay, not well, allowed to do that. Let's also point and out they, that she that she doesn't pay them to do anything because she has no control over her own money. Her father right. pays her pays them to do things, and also, um, if anyone thought prior to this that Britney Spears was running her own social media. Right. Y'all. It it made me laugh. Like the stories that were coming out like earlier this year that were like, oh, people would say, wear a yellow shirt. And she was just about to talk about that yellow shirt. I'm like, no, she is not. Honey, get a brain in your head. Anyone 
knows she's not, she has nothing to do with this. Absolutely nothing. And if her yoga studio, studio didn't actually burn down, I would not be surprised. Okay, I have something about that in my notes. So, um, as Sun as sunny as her Instagram feed became, some fans were not convinced. They felt the abundance of exclamation marks and smiley oh, faces were a cry for help, brain. right? Um, and which led to what we call Britney Talk, which is the devoted group of Britney fans discussing the clues that she leaves in her social media posts. So one, what is cited as a particularly damning piece of evidence comes from a specific uh, exchange in which a fan left a comment on Britney's TikTok that said, if you need help, wear yellow in your next video. Um, and in her very next video on Instagram, she did make a post in which she pointed out how she was wearing her favorite yellow shirt. And she did make a big deal about how it was her favorite yellow shirt and leaning into that. So I can see why people were like, but listen. Yeah. <coughs> she has um, zero control over any of her own. She has no control over her own faculties and whether or not she has an IUD inside her body. She's certainly not controlling her own Instagram. Right. So her Instagram devolved into tons of nearly identical selfies and videos of her dancing in her house. And even her now infamous video of her saying she burned down her home gym. And I admit that last May I laughed at that video but knowing what I know now, I owe Brittany a massive apology. I cannot believe, like, I refuse to believe that she posted that video of her own volition. No. I just can't. It's all speculation, of course. I can't prove anything. But I find the timing of that video literally a couple weeks before hearing about her conserv- conservatorship to be a little too coincidental. Especially now that I know just how deep this thing runs. It's just too much for me. And I, I did laugh at it. And now I feel so bad. I did too. No, I did too. Also, like, I just. It would not surprise me even to learn that she made that video of her own volition because I firmly believe having been through a psychiatric episode and an episode where I was nearly placed under conservatorship of my own volition. Like I, like I was on board with it at the time. It just didn't happen. Um, I believe she is so, she is kept so medicated that she does not understand what she's doing on social media. And of course, they have an entire team that takes anything she says that might be construed as any kind of truth to her own situation and they edit that out and they freaking bite it to hell. And if you want to know about reality television and how they make reality television, I mean, just Google it. It's horrible. And I firmly believe that what they are doing to Britney Spears is what they do to reality TV stars, which is like 
Frank inviting her, which is like taking snippets of one conversation and another conversation and putting it all together. Um, and they are making her what they want other people to believe, especially law enforcement officials that she's just completely gone. But I also think that she's so medicated that she might actually be completely gone. However, if she got into the right care and they were able to level out her medications and adjust everything down so she could be a real person, that she could actually be a real person. Yeah. And you are talking about a woman because... My son is about to turn 17. You are talking about a woman with teenage children. Yeah. Yeah. Who is unable to care for counsel or look after her own children. And that is egregious. And whose whose children have been kept away from her and don't know their mom. The one thing I'm thankful for in all of this is that her children are never in the tabloids. Thank God. And I don't know what dirty ass, like, horrible situation God, like, put that in place. But they don't belong in the tabloids. And I'm glad that they're not there. However, that does not excuse the fact that their mother is basically being held hostage by psychopaths and drugged up and left to just i will say that Jaden made news this weekend did you see it Mm -mm, he lost it on instagram and commented to somebody who had went on a rant about free britney and he just said she's fine it's not like she's being held hostage and somebody commented she's your mom you don't owe anybody an explanation um and and to that i'll just say he is okay, 16 he's, he's a little old. bit younger than my son who my son is going to turn 17 next week right he's 16 years old he's he doesn't know fucking old, shit who has he knows only nothing ever he known only this knows life. like that's what i'm only, saying he has no idea he only knows what the people in his life that he trusts and has been taught to trust tell him right like i'm not mad at him at all oh, he's a victim no. in this too absolutely no like oh sean preston like no hate all love yeah and to Jaden too like they don't i i don't think they understand that they have been victimized by this situation as no. much as their mother has yeah absolutely there's they there's have no way grown they up could. They have grown up with a vision of their mother that is quite probably not accurate. Oh, I, there's no way. There's no way that they have. I don't. I would venture that they have never seen the Britney Spears that we saw. Yeah. I venture and that I they think... have probably never been allowed to see the Britney Spears that we saw. Like. And the sad part is, even if now, even if right now, today, this second, they were able to see all of that. No, they, I mean, you can't the way undo, you're The way you are molded growing up, you, you can't. You can't, you can't undo that. You can't fix it. 
it will never be fixed. They will never have a clear vision of their mother as she actually is in the world. They will only have a vision of their mother as she is now. Yeah. So. Hey, this sucks. Yep. We're going to fast forward now to 2021. Great. In, In April of this year, Brittany requested a hearing in open court to discuss the terms of her conservatorship. Up to this Mm -hmm. point, they had all been closed hearings and the records of many of these hearings have been sealed and not made available for public record. And she Um, made it very clear how she felt about that. Yes. It was scheduled for June 23rd. Brittany's team actually had expected no major changes. Many of uh, many of her team never had actually had any direct contact with her. And some even told reporters that they believed that Brittany, quote, liked the conservatorship arrangement as long as her father wasn't involved. Aww. And I, I wonder if they really believe this or if it's doctrine, like indoctrination or, you know, like, you know, that's what I was saying when one person's in control of the narrative. So on June 22nd, 2021, according to, both to a person close to Britney Spears and to law enforcement in Ventura County, California, where she lives, Britney called 911 to to report herself as a victim of conservatorship abuse. Okay, and this did not come out until after after the fact, her hearing. Yeah. So, emergency calls in California are generally accessible to the public, but the county, citing an ongoing investigation, has sealed the records of Britney's phone call. No. Nope. It all feels bad. It feels bad. I hate uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Brit- members of Brittany's team began, like, sprang into action, texting one another frantically. They were worried about what she was going to say the next day in court, and they discussed how to prepare for in the event in case she went rogue. And in court on the 23rd, an attorney for the conservatorship urged the judge to clear the courtroom and seal the transcript of Brittany's testimony. Why? Why fucking close it? Oh, well, um, she's going to, she, she but will they tell didn't you. quote, somebody's going to literally a, tell you herself why somebody's done a good job at exploiting my life. She said, adding quote, I feel like it should be an open court hearing. They should listen and hear what I have to say. And then for the first time in years, Brittany spoke for herself. Sounded this article said sounding lucid and furious, talking so fast that the judge interjected repeatedly to tell her to slow down to allow for accurate transcription. Quote, the people who did this to me should not get away. Addressing the judge directly, she said, ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing me when I said no, ma'am, they should be in jail. And for the next should, 20 minutes, they should all be in jail. Brittany described how she's been isolated, medicated, financially exploited, and emotionally abused. She blames the California legal system for allowing it to happen. And she told the court, all I want is my own money for this to end and for my boyfriend to drive me in his fucking car. Andrew Gallery, her photographer from 2008, attended this hearing, and he said that though the remarks were incendiary, quote, the lawyers had no reaction. They just sat there. I wanted to scream and gasp and shout, what the fuck is going on, he said, but none of her legal team looked the least bit surprised. At this hearing, 
She explained what was happening to her in 2018 when that Las Vegas residency she was having, whenever it was extended. um, But then she announced that it was being canceled, like immediately, you know, pretty soon after. Um, And then it had been reported that um, Brittany had gone into a mental health facility, but this report was by the carnivorous TMZ and they were awful. So honestly, fuck them. Yeah, TMZ, like, sucks real bad. Britney's Graham, who is a podcast that tracked Britney's Instagram, received an anonymous voicemail around the same time that said, quote, I cannot disclose who I am. I used to be a paralegal for an attorney that worked with Britney's conservatorship. I'm no longer with them. The caller then went on to allege that Britney had been forced into this mental health facility against her will. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, so Brittany's 2021 testimony went on to describe these events, refusing, she said she refused to do a specific dance move in rehearsals, which led to her managers telling her therapist that she had been um, refusing to cooperate or take her medicine, which Brittany chiefly denies. She said, the same lady has brought me my medicine every morning for eight years. Yeah. Um. She said that her therapist then put her on lithium, which she complained made her feel drunk and scared all the time. I I have taken lithium and that that um yeah not, that is a what's the common... one I'm looking for that um <coughs> not anxiety that paranoia is a common side effect of lithium. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Over the holidays, she claims that a woman came that, to perform a psych test and that her father told her she had failed and she had to go to rehab. Quote, I cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it, she said. The control he had over someone as powerful as me. He loved the control to hurt his own daughter. 100,000% he loved it. At the facility, you she said. You are the said, worst. Yep. At the facility, she said she had to attend 10 hours of meetings a day, seven days a week for four months. And if she didn't cooperate, she wasn't allowed to see her kids or her boyfriend. And then this is a quote from the article. As Spears privately resisted her father's involvement in the conservatorship, he used her money to fight back. Recent court documents show that Jamie's lawyers build nearly nine hundred thousand dollars for four months of work from october 2020 to february 2021 um the bill accounts for hundreds of hours of work by crisis pr specialists who charged between 500 and 900 dollars an hour to respond they claim to media requests that's what you and i now do by the way i've started putting out our um resumes we are crisis pr specialists who will read every (laughs) shitty comment that people leave on your instagram for the small small fee of between 500 and 900 dollars an hour gladly yeah but also we will respond like the wendy's twitter feed so oh yeah like i'm a big old (laughs) bitch so you're welcome um Sam Ingham seemed to be hedging, seemed to begin hedging his bets. He requested in a court filing that future hearings be unsealed and indicated support of the Free Britney movement as it came to be known. Um, 
quote, far from being a conspiracy theory or a joke, this scrutiny is a reasonable and even predictable result of James's aggressive use of the sealing procedure over the years to minimize the amount of meaningful information made available to the public. So despite all this, in December 2020, the conservatorship was extended until September 2021. Um, and then, ugh, be prepared to vomit. Brittany knows that her daddy loves her. One of Jamie's Ew, lawyers said. No, 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 I are no, I are no, no, I are, I already hate that. No, stop it. No, um, <laughs> no. This lawyer said no, no. <laughs> to Good Morning America. No, no. Um. So the Free Britney movement staged a 30-day campaign to call attention to free to Britney Spears' story. Um, quote, this is a radicalized group, the member of uh, Spears' team said, and they don't care about facts. Bullshit. Um, it urged followers to support the legislation in California that would strengthen the right to legal representation for conservatives. In June, on the day of the hearing, around 120 devoted supporters rallied at the courthouse in Los Angeles. They gathered on the plaza outside to listen to Spears' statement, which they streamed and broadcast over a speaker system. When Spears said that she didn't feel like she owed her team anything, that they, quote, need to be reminded they actually work for me, the crowd cheered. So at one point in the hearing... Brittany said that the conservatorship had denied her reproductive rights. Oh, God. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby, Spears said. I have an IUD inside of myself right now, so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the IUD out so I could start trying to have another baby. But the so-called team won't let me go to the doctor and take it out because they don't want me to have any more children. Um... This is not a new allegation either. No. In, in October of 2020, a makeup artist named Maxie, who's close to Sam Asgari, Britney's boyfriend, said on a podcast that Britney's conservators had the final say about who Britney's friends are, whether or not she could get married, and whether or not she could have a baby. Quote, we're talking about some handmaid's tale type things, Maxie said. When contacted for comment, one of Jamie's representatives declined to answer specific questions, but characterized his behavior as that of a loving father saving his daughter from possible ruin. The representative, who repeatedly referred to Jamie as daddy, objected Ew! to the idea. No, 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 yep. no, no, stop talking. No. <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't make it up i mean no just... no no they said no <laughs> i'm gonna talk to, i'm gonna talk to you like i talk to my cat when she's bad no they said no that, i'm not no. gonna say it again no. they, okay, thank you that jamie's a churchgoer no. and would never have anything to do with an iud no. oh yeah because no. going to church stops you from birth control like what the fuck does that have to do if they're not catholic first of all and b he, he, okay yeah let's he's real christian let's just start with how christian uh -huh. he's been behaving Polly, i am not a christian anymore but you are i am 
You are a Christian man. Uh huh. I'm like the single glimmering hope. It feels like most days. Would like you? Would oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. Would you, as a Christian man, ever let any kind of third party other than your child refer to you as daddy? Um. Actually, that's our new lifetime sentence merchandise. Uh, I'm now selling shirts that say, Paul is our daddy. So no. <laughs> get them now. Right no, here. Let me just say, Deck the Hallmark a few months Hell ago. No. Brand from Deck the Hallmark tried to get Hallmark daddy of, to become a thing. And he failed spectacularly. And so... If he can't, <laughs> I definitely can't. No one else can. No, there is no reason to call anyone other than your father as a small child daddy, unless you are into that kinky shit, in which case that's a different conversation that we're not having on this podcast. No. No. Mm-mm. I reject. I, re- I, re- <laughs> I, re- I physically reject that. <laughs> so the Times has reported that um, now keep in mind because all of this I will tell you when my new note starts. So all these were notes that were completed on the 3rd. Um, the Times has reported that Ingham has described a 90 minute meeting with Brittany that was quote at least three times longer than any session he'd previously had with her in one hearing according to the times gates the judge told him that she didn't recall an order specifically preventing Brittany from getting married but that he quote may not want to tell her that ingham replied somehow that did not come up in the conversation so the fucking judge according to this article said, I mean, there's not a, a rule against it, but you might not want to tell her that. Great. Late less than a week after Brittany's statement in court, Jamie's lawyer submitted a filing that um, pinned all of Brittany's unhappiness on Jody Montgomery, who has served as Brittany's conservator of person. So she's her personal conservator, um, which is kind of like a court appointed advocate and mediator um, since, Dece- since September, 2019. So get this. Are you ready? Are you ready to be so mad? Are you ready to be angry because you already weren't angry, but like you're about to scream yes. into your microphone. But I do have to ask you a question. Uh-huh. How much longer are your notes? Because my headphones are going to die. And if I need to get my backups, I just need to know. We're almost finished. Okay. But like no, how much? We're good. Okay. Um, 10 per- I'm at 10%. I'm at, I'm at 10. So. Okay. So. I mean, I Jody can Ma- grab my backups. No worries. I just wanted to. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you scream and then go get your backups just in case. Just so we have yeah, them. but also, like, I don't want you to, like, skip through the story. So, like... I'm not going to. That's why I'm going to let you grab them. But I want you to scream first. Perfect. I like this flow. Yay. So... Okay. So, Jody Montgomery was um, court-appointed in September of 2019 
Um, and Ingham, Sam Ingham has petitioned that she be permanently appointed this position. Mm -hmm. Jamie's lawyers suggest that perhaps Brittany did not have enough say in the matter of Montgomery's appointment, which is real rich because she's been too fucking unfit for her own representation. Y'all. I'm sorry, she didn't get to have a say in anything else, and now you're like, hmm, I miss, I just, like, want her opinion, like, run back. When you're back, I just want to ask Brittany real quick. Oh, Brittany, what do you think? What the fuck? I'm so mad. I I'm so mad. Oh, I hated everything. Why okay. Why? So, um, so I don't know if I have it in my notes now because everything comes together. Jamie's lawyers have said, "Well, oh no, okay, here it no. is." No, so Fuck those people. I have it. I was just making sure that I did. It. So, on July first, twenty twenty one, the New York Times reported. That Bessemer Trust, the wealth management fund that was tasked with managing Britney's estate, had resigned from the position due to changed circumstances. The firm <laughs> said in its filing that it had been told that Britney was Britney's conservatorship was voluntary and that she'd consented to the company acting as co-conservator. The firm said in its filing that it had been told that Oh, I just repeated that. So they were like, we don't fucking want any part of this if she doesn't want any part of this. Peace out, motherfuckers. And they just like zoomed out. Um, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Right? Don't be so suspicious. Then, don't be suspicious. So then in another filing, Jamie's lawyers have requested an investigation into the truthfulness of Jamie's statements in court, of Brittany's statements in court against Jamie. And I think they did that specifically, allegedly, speculation, allegedly speculation. Um, I think they did that so that it would seal that 911 call so that the public won't have access to that for a while. I think that's why this investigation is happening. Interesting. Um, Listen, that 911 call is going to come out. Like, it's uh -huh. a matter of time. It's TikTok. There's yeah. the FOIA. There's, there's a lot of shit that's going to go on. That 911 yeah. call will become public. So. Um, so I finished these notes sometime around midnight on July 4th going into July 5th. It's now July 7th, and there have been further developments in the story. So on July mm -hmm. 6th, it was rumored that Sam Ingham, the attorney who has served as Brittany's co-conservator since the establishment of the conservatorship, has filed a motion with the court to resign. On July 7th, yep. CBS News reported these details, like confirming them, adding that Jody Montgomery um, would continue as Brittany's conservator of person. Quote, she remains committed to steadfastly supporting Miss Spears in every way she can within the scope of her duties as a conservator of the person. Montgomery's attorney said, I I think we like I think we like Jody. Yeah, but also I hate everyone. Thing. So Right. No. Uh, yeah, I hate Ms. I hate like yeah, we like Jody, but I hate 
Right. We hate everybody, but we minorly like Jody. Miss Spears as recently as yesterday has asked Miss Montgomery to continue to serve. Miss Montgomery will continue to serve as a conservator for as long as Miss Spears and the court desire her to do so. Um, which is interesting wording because it makes it sound like that Jamie's team has no say in this, that it's Brittany and the court. Yeah, it does sound like that Brittany gets to make the decision. So step in the right direction fingers crossed i don't even know because she literally has no legal rights so so also yesterday july 6th cnn reported that britney's longtime manager larry rudolph has resigned you'll recall he's been with her since the very beginning he was the one who secured the initial six record deal with jive records he submitted his letter of resignation to jamie spears as well as jody montgomery and um, his, his letter says, quote, it has been over two and a half years since Brittany and I last communicated, at which time yeah. she informed me she wanted to take an indefinite work hiatus. Um, this was a letter obtained by dead, uh, yeah, by deadline. Yeah, I have, I have seen it. Also, this is a person and, you know, like, this whole case is so fucked up and we don't even know like who's dealing with what and why this is a man who has worked for her for more than 20 years saying 25 years saying she wants to take a step back and i'm going to honor that and resign yeah i don't i don't know what this movement will pick up if anything and i don't know if it will help britney spears in any way which is heartbreaking or horrible and sad and true yeah but people are listening yeah there is a man there is a man that has worked for her for more than 20 years that is now saying i'm not i'm not doing this so at the very least she is God, I hope if if the worst case scenario happens and this conservatorship is upheld and her father is in control of her life, he's going to have fucking nothing. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone else is going to be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. No. So the letter And continues. that is what she wants. And so just uh-huh. leave her alone. Yeah. The letter continues, earlier today, I became aware that Brittany had been voicing her intention to officially retire. As you know, I've never been a part of the conservatorship nor its operations, so I'm not privy to many of these details. I was originally hired at Brittany's request to help manage and assist her with her career. And as her manager, I believe it is in Brittany's best interest for me to resign from her team as my professional services are no longer needed. Please accept accept this as my formal resignation. I will always be incredibly proud of what we accomplished over our 25 years together. I wish Brittany all the health and happiness in the world. And I will be there for her if she ever needs me again, just as I always have been. Um, this statement, it just came out today and it, it made me like happy in a way. Someone listened to her. That's why, yeah. like, that's the glimmer of hope yeah. is that Brittany like, has been screaming like, for someone to hear her and see her and validate her. Like this person, and someone who has did manage her forever, 
has been like, oh, shit. I have been so missing. And we're seeing it happen. Her court-appointed attorney. the I, said, I think Sam Ingram did the same thing. I think he recently yeah, went, oh, her, fuck, what have I been part yeah, of? Her court-appointed attorney has resigned. Um, the other um, corporation that was the the money put in place was, instead yeah. of her father like has also stepped back in and you know i work in insurance and there's a lot of insurance like things at play here so when you sign on to provide a bond for someone that's like um under a conservatorship you can never get off that right like you're on it forever and so there is a company out there on this bond that's going to have to pay no matter what. But also the good news about that is a, the same people are not at play anymore, which means they're going to be shopping a new bond. And there is not a single fucking company in the world that will that's touch pick that up. Yeah. Um, so the final thing I want to report is literally just a few hours ago, CNN reported that Lynn Spears has petitioned courts to allow Brittany to choose her own attorney. The filing was dated July 1st. Um, it was obtained by CNN and it states that her daughter is in a much different place than her, when her conservatorship began in 2008. Um, quote, now and for the past many years, the conservatee is able to care for her person and in fact has, within the parameter of the conservatorship, earned literally hundreds of millions of dollars as an international celebrity. The petition states, Thank you, Lynn Spears. Thank you. Lynn also wrote that Britney's public statement last month was very courageous as they asked the court to listen to the wishes of her daughter, uh, they being her legal team. Yeah. Along with requesting an order to appoint pri- a private attorney of Britney Spears choosing, her mother's attorney laid out several of the specific changes Spears called for in her June 23rd testimonies, uh, including that her father be removed as a conservator, that the conservatorship be ended without her, quote, having to endure another evaluation, and that she be allowed, quote, to ride in her boyfriend's car, own her own money and have her IUD removed. I'm going to cry like because I mentioned earlier that her mom has not spoken out publicly ever. In fact, early in this New Yorker interview, they called Lynn for a comment and she was whispering on the phone and she said, if somebody comes in, I have to go. So to know that she was so scared of whatever was going on in her own home, that this happened a, I 100% believe, and especially after CV, seeing Jamie Spears' like conduct within this like last couple of hours that we've talked, Lynn Spears is probably terrified for her life. Oh, right now, absolutely. And I don't, and I don't mean that lightly. Like I mean very seriously. I believe she is. 100% terrified for her life. But also, like, I trust her because there comes a moment when 
you have suffered so much abuse and neglect and like horribleness at the hands of one person that you no longer give a flying fuck. And I think Lynn Spears has reached that moment where she does not care at all. Like where Jamie Spears could show up on her doorstep and take her out and she would have no regrets. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of love and compassion towards yourself to get to that moment. And so like kudos to her. Yeah. And, you know, people can say like, oh, she left her daughter in a terrible situation. I don't think she did. I I think definitely her daughter was in a terrible situation, but I think Lynn Spears was also in a terrible situation. Also in a terrible situation. And now I don't even think she's out of the terrible situation. I no. think she's just at the point where she's like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it all. Yeah. Did you know about this before I told you just now? I'm so glad I brought you new news. Um, so <laughs> it goes on to say, quote, this motion to appoint private counsel is of the utmost importance and may very well impact each and every other request submitted by Brittany and her live testimony. Clearly Brittany needs private counsel to advise her as to her basic rights in this conservatorship. The oh my God. Asks, We're literally asking a court of law to give someone their basic, basic rights. human rights. Y'all, what are we doing? Like, what happened to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Like, those are the oh, inalienable no. rights they told us Not a long time her. ago. Nope. No problem. Um, also, so, like... Go ahead. I, I yeah. have so many feelings. Go ahead. The petition goes on to ask that the court consider this issue to be an ex- on an expedited basis, which I think they owe her since they waived her right to five days' notice. Um, I mean, so it's then, only been 13 fucking years. Right. Uh, in a separate filing on Wednesday, an attorney for Jody Montgomery, who is currently, like, for Jody Montgomery, asked the court to appoint a new guardian to assist Brittany in her search for her own attorney, saying that Brittany has asked Montgomery to help her, but that the conservator's input is, quote, beyond her powers and inappropriate in light of Brittany's recent criticisms of her conservatorship. So she's even saying it's not my place. And if we need this, if, if Brittany wants an unbiased opinion, then she gets to have an unbiased opinion. Um, So quote, recognizing both the demands of the conservatorship and Miss Spears desire for more autonomy petitioner believes that a guardian ad litem for this limited purpose is the only way to both honor her wish to select counsel without a medical evaluation and protect her interest. The petition states Brittany's next hearing is set for July 14th. You know, we talked about this in our group chat um, after Brittany made her statement. And when the judge came back and denied her request and the only The only thing I could think of as strategically why she may have denied her request is that Brittany openly states 
they ask her questions and she openly states in the courtroom that she did not know she could legally request to have the conservatorship terminated completely. Um, She actually, she says, no, I did not know that. I'm so sorry that I did not know that. And which is a defeated answer like that is a defeated fucking response and the only reason that i can think that this judge did not remove this fucking monster from her conservatorship is that any change could have jeopardized her requesting to have the whole thing dropped that's what i think too i think that's the judge setting up and planting a seed and I have no backup for that. And if this goes horribly, like I will be just as shocked as, as everyone else. But Britney Spears is expected to go back to court on July 14th, which is my son's birthday. <laughs> um, and request for this entire conservatorship to be dropped. And dear God, like I don't even believe in God, but I am praying that she gets her wish and they just drop this whole thing and she is able to have a life and I'm not saying that she doesn't need a therapist or psychiatric care or anything I'm saying that she does not deserve to have someone control her entire life that's it So Aaron's headphones died at the end of her rant and then it took forever for us to get back to this. So we don't know where we were, but um, yeah. Not a clue. This is, this is horrible. What are we doing? This is what, this is what, what's coming up. And so I am, I just, Aaron, I had no idea when I started, I, when I started this research, I had, no idea what I was about to read. Like, you know, like I have paid attention over the years and I remember when this all happened and I remember being outraged because I was, and I think it was because just my own personal station in life. Like that's why I was outraged at at what was happening to her. It had nothing to do with anything else. It was just like me comparing myself to her. Right. You're inserting yourself. I get it. I do that. Um, But then I just forgot about it. Right. Because it's not out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And now here we are 13 years later. Like my son turned 17 in a week ish. My own child. And my own child is like three months older than her oldest child. Yeah. And he's about to be 17 years old. Yeah. And when I put it into that perspective, because when I put myself like as his mother in that perspective, I'm like, oh, I haven't been a mom that long. But when I put it into perspective, like as the kid. Yeah. Like, as the fact that my child, like, when I put myself in perspective as, like, my child's mom, 
and I think about, oh, 17 years, that's not that long. But then when I think about his life in the last 17 years, that's a long time. Yeah. That is like infanthood a- and being a toddler and going to preschool and then going to school and then figuring out like your personality and like making friends and doing sports or not doing sports. Like there's so much that goes in to growing up over 17 years. And that's really how I look at it because her child and my child are the same age. I tend to think, I tend to think about it like a mom. I tend to think about it like that. Like, like this child has grown up in this totally fucked up. I mean, let's not mince words situation yeah and his mom too like where his mom has just been like i assume like on the periphery of his life but not an active participant and i hope i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong and like everything else about her conservatorship is fucked up but she's also allowed to be like an amazing mom that's what i hope for her yeah um yeah i'm not certain that's the case but um that's what i hope is that all i want especially for moms and i i really relate to britney spears on the mom level we were both super young we were both like we did not know shit and i hope with everything in me that her kids know how much she loves them the way that I tell my child how much I love him. Yeah. Even when he is not at all interested, <laughs> which is most of the time right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, mom, yeah, I gotta, you love me. Mm, mm, can you, like, I want to go to college. Can you sign this check, please? And I'm like, but I love you. You're so cute. Perfect. um yeah yeah so because i hate this for her personally and i do i hate this for her but i feel like the people that have suffered the most that will never get recognition for suffering the most are her children are those children yeah absolutely because they will go on they are teenagers now and they will go on, they will go to college, they will build their own lives. And it won't be until, you know, they're giving a tell all interview when they're, you know, 45 about how much this fucked them up. And I hate that. Yeah. Because it's not even her fault. Like she didn't do anything to cause this kind of pain for them. And yet they are going through this kind of pain and it has to become a part of their personality, even though they don't want it to. And that right. Sucks. Um, so sometimes, sometimes I have to put things in perspective for myself. <laughs> so since Britney Spears conservatorship began, mm-hmm. the world saw the Apple, the Apple iPad, like, like just technological advances 
Britney Spears was in conservatorship before the iPad was was introduced. That is insane. Uh huh. Before um, the Curiosity Mars rover landed on Mars. Um, before the Amazon Schmerspexa. Look, Schmerspexa can get fucked right now. Like, she is all <laughs> up at my fucking business. Right. Um, Literally, like, at this point, they could be like, oh, we're gonna replace Schmerspexa with, hey, Brittany, and I'd be Right. Um, <coughs> when he- here we go. Here's a great timeline of oh, stuff. Oh, no. When you say it's great, I know it's going to be really bad. <laughs> so, Brittany went into conservatorship less than a year after the launch of the iPhone. We did not even really have smartphones for a whole year before okay. she went into conservatorship. Just, this was... She went into conservatorship in 2007. Yes. In the beginning of 2008. January 2008. Okay. 2008. My son was born in July of 2004. So he was three years old. And he is literally going to be a senior in high school. And we are letting him choose where he wants to go to college now. That's how old this is. Yeah. And maybe as a mom, like, I think that's more relatable than it actually is. But that to me is like extremely, like when Brittany went into her conservatorship, my child was two years old and now he's going to be a fucking adult. He can drive a car legally. The Amazon Kindle was released two months before she started her conservatorship. No. Yeah. Can you, like, can you even remember a world before everyone had Kindles? Like, no, no I'm like literally mad at my Kindle because it's not bright enough when I take a bath <laughs> and put it in the water. <laughs> so just, yeah. I just keep going back to the fact that my child was two years old and now he can also he can drive a car and we're also like letting him choose to go to college yeah no i just like like we're just being like hey let's go look at all these colleges and then then you can decide it's just heartbreaking that's right first of all it's like terrible uh, like terrible parenting on my part because i should just be like here here's where you're going to like go ah and also you can't drive ever (sighs) no driving (laughs) oh don't you ever grow up (laughs) listen he passed his permit test and i'm still like Like, we'll go into a big parking lot, and I'm like, yeah, you can totally drive the car. And then I get into the passenger seat, and I'm like, don't drive the car! (laughs) So I'm that parent. You're welcome. Good. Good to know. Um, So if you you live in Texas, and you see a child driving on the sidewalk, it's my child. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, He's learning. Uh, We're we're trying. Um, 
We have insurance. It's very expensive. <laughs> All right. And you get Aaron. to look forward to this in, you know, 13 years. 13 years. Aaron, it is nearly one in the morning. We've <clears throat> talked about Brittany for nearly four hours. Yeah. Well, it is nearly one in the morning. Yeah. I am heartbroken. Yeah. I'm exhausted. And you have work tomorrow. I do. I've taken tomorrow off. But I just want to say, like, A, free Brittany. Please. Yes, yes please. And please. also, like, when we when we free Brittany, leave her alone. No pictures, no interviews, no photographs. I don't want to see her. And it's not because I don't want to see her. It's because she deserves to go away. She is a national treasure mm -hmm. who deserves to get to go to whatever vault she picks for herself. Mm -hmm. No, she deserves to go away. She deserves to like get out of this conservatorship and be like, I never want to see another human being again. And we're like, great. Awesome. Love that journey for you. Bye. Yeah. And then we don't we, bother her. <laughs> right. Right. We, <sighs> Dolly will text her every so often to make sure she's okay. Ask her yeah, if she needs anything. Totally. Dolly, Dolly is our United Nations appointed Brittany. Um, well, no, Dolly, Dolly is God. Dolly. Right. If, if you right. think that Dolly didn't create this entire universe, you're wrong. Um, so I'm, Dolly can update Ambassador. There's the word I was stumbling on. Yeah. Dolly's our Britney ambassador. She's the only one allowed to speak to her. Look at her. Yeah. So. All right, guys. I know it's been long. I appreciate you hanging out with long. us. Um, you, got, you got to break it up into two sessions, however you wanted yeah. to. Erin was stuck with me for a solid four hours. And lots of technical difficulties tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally, my AirPods died after like three and a half hours of this show. <laughs> they just like gave a middle finger and peace. They were out. like, nope, we're done. Thanks. <clears throat> All right. Well, I um, can't wait to see what you bring now. What's your deep dive? Erin said that she's got a five hour episode just uh, just it's, brewing for y'all. It's not a five-hour episode, but it is a. I I think it's a good one. I think it's gonna good. be really great, and I I hope you guys like it. So, um, I, it's a story that I'm like super passionate about. So I hope you guys are too. It's but also it's not as sexy as Britney Spears, right? But nothing is, you know. No, right, right. Ask Justin, but also Bruce. he's not as sexy as Britney Spears either. So. <laughs> Like I said, I know I appreciate you giving me this week, um, but I just her hearing yeah, was coming up July 14th. Oh, and I've I... had so, so many people ask me in my life, like, what is this conservatorship about that? I was like, I wonder how many people don't actually know and how many I can educate. And I... then I didn't know. Like, I, I thought I knew. I mean, let's talk about expectations. Like, I expect her to ask to be released from the entire conservatorship on the 14th, which 
by the way, is my son's birthday. It's Bastille Day, French Independence Day. Uh, give it a goob. But um, I expect her to re at least request to be released from the entire situation on the 14th. Um, I would assume that there's enough legal precedent and evidence to release her from this, but also, like, I would not be shocked if it, she was not. I wouldn't either. However, what one of the things that is telling and worrisome all at the same time is that Jamie has sold his mansion and is living out of like a streamliner camper trailer yeah. and i i wish i were a forensic accountant think, with access to his bank account i think if nothing less he's going to be completely shut out from this and i think if nothing less and i hope like and i'm saying this like with hope in the judicial system like like knock on everything that even if they uphold her conservatorship for a while, this will actually become temporary and they will appoint the right people to manage her life while she actually is allowed to heal and then take over her life. She has teenage kids. She has an entire life ahead of her that she should be able to live and yes. live freely. Yes. And I hate that we are all like sitting here arguing over like whether she deserves freedom. That's stupid. No, she absolutely deserves freedom. Right. Um, even the most crazy person on earth deserves a little bit of freedom. Um, you guys like. One of the. So the thing I'm going. Let me see if I have it in my notes. Because I might have skipped over it. Um. But one of the notes that I have in here, um, no, I deleted it. Okay. Um, one of the one of the attorneys they interviewed for the New Yorker mm -hmm. um, was talking about when Brittany is finally freed. Um what she will face next and that i think is the thing that i wanted to leave everybody with and i hate that i accidentally deleted it um she said let me scroll through this quote um it was martinis it was the guy that i quoted earlier oh mr martini said, my friend yes um Let's see. If a conservative functions well under conservative conservatorship, it can be framed as proof of the arrangements necessity. If a conservative struggles under conservatorship, the same conclusion can be drawn. And if a conservative gets out and stumbles into crisis or manipulation, a likelihood increased by time spent formally disempowered, this too might reinforce the argument for their legal res legal restraints. Quote, our, mistake, our mistakes make us who we are and teach us who we can be, Martinez said. Without bad choices, we can't be wholly human. 
and with the best of intentions we say to people with disabilities, we'll keep you from ever making a mistake. He added, should Brittany get out, just watch. The first mistake she makes, fingers will wag, and people will say this would never have happened yeah. if she were under guardianship. Oh, no, that's 100% true. And that is... And that is why, like, I... The horrible and horror thing. Like, and that's why I support it. I don't know what it looks like because I don't know the legal system enough to, like, tell you, like, oh, this is what they should do. But in my mind, it's like, okay, we're going to take her father, like, far away, like, to Mars. Like, we're going to throw... We're going to strap him down to a gurney. (laughs) We're going to strap him down to a gurney with several million photographers Mm. snapping pictures just saying cha-ching, cha-ching all around him. And then we're going to find people that have been around her that... And this, again, isn't a perfect world because we can't do this. Like, we're going to be like, oh, these people support her and, like deal with her in like a loving manner and so we're gonna put them in charge and then we're gonna give her a few months where these people around her are giving her advice and like helping her and then a few months later they're like okay well now we can do it with like some fewer people and now we can do it with like fewer people and now we have like one person and then and then like after that but like oh nope we're done and now you're on your own and you're totally healed and you're not like traumatized by this horrible thing that happened to you and that will never happen but that's the ideal situation yeah we hope you enjoyed this special two-part patreon vault episode free britney and charger phones bye